welcome back to another daily walk. So we're going to continue on another section here from the Lucifer Principle. We're about, I don't know, almost halfway through the book here at this point. Um, so this section here is, is called The Ideology of Theft, and I've read the first two chapters in this section. So there's some things in there I wanted to respond to. Uh, probably nothing I haven't said on this channel before, but it's bears repeating. The first chapter is called in The Invisible World as a Weapon, and this, uh, this section actually talks about the Islamic, um, the Islamic warfare that, that kind of rocked the world in that, that period of time, uh, you know, with, with Muhammad and, um, uh, how Islam was formed, and of course, uh, of course, he downplays all of the remotely spiritual things. You know, saying here, some modern scholars feel that Muhammad's visions may have been the result of epileptic fits. Well, thank you, modern scholars, for commenting on the medical condition of somebody that lived hundreds of years ago. Now, as a believer, I would look at is the visions consistent with the scripture. And the reality is the visions were not consistent with Scripture, and therefore we could possibly conclude that these these visions were probably very true. They just happened to be caused by some demonic force. And so that's the one of the things. Now, and the reason why I said that, why is it why is it my God who killed a lot of people is different than their God who killed a lot of people? Well, as I had said in the last Daily Walk, that the the difference had to had to be with the people. Um, you know, the people the Israelites were commanded to, to go and, and annihilate were, these people were, were sacrificing children to false gods. They were committing absolute gross morality uh, violations of the moral law, um, in, you know, in their towns. The, these were not just good little innocent people just minding their own business. There was a lot of wickedness in the culture. And with with the way his description is, um, you know, in, in the classic Muhammad's Islam, it was a very feuding, a very warring. If you do not agree with us, you are sentenced here to die. There's a radical difference between agreeing with you or you, or you die and absolute immoral living. And that's the difference between the Canaanites and the Islamic warfare. Now, modern day trends anybody and this is where the gospel is oftentimes incorrect is where where we tend to be be almost encouraged to hate people who do not agree with us that's not the christian message the christian message is not one of of coercion it's not one of bending back your fingers until you cry mercy mercy I'll, let me i'll pray the sinner's prayer now that's not what the point is we are commanded to love all people regardless but to share the gospel, how we came to Christ. That's the radical difference um, between, between the faiths. Now, of course, the next part is called the true route to utopia, where he kind of talks a little bit about, about the, the early foundations of Christianity. Now, this is where I'm going to take some issue, um, because where a lot of people will, uh, will falter a little bit, there is, is the early roots of Christianity, like not the early, the mid roots of Christianity were not biblical. They were not Christianity. This was a, a 
a theocracy that was did not have God at the head. It had it had a human, a man, a power hungry and many times man in there. This is why I make the radical distinction between the early church in Rome and Christianity today. They were not the same. They were not compatible. What the church in Rome did from the the three hundred ish when Constantine set up Rome, the Roman Empire as a Christian nation, all the way up until the Reformation, uh, you had small pools of Reformation, small pools of solid believer that remnant as it were but for the most part the church was was monstrously um destructive and monstrously hateful for anybody that did not believe as they believed burning people at the stakes putting people to death the inquisitions the the challenges half of fox's book of martyrs is about the elites in power of religion destroying the people worshiping god as they were led in the spirit I mean, it wasn't a lot of persecution of people who didn't believe. It was people that just didn't believe like they did. It's not Christianity. And that's one of the dangers is a book like this. He looks at all the Christian history and says, well, this must be representative of what the Christian gospel teaches. And it's not. And so you're setting up a giant straw man to say, this isn't really God. Let's beat down what it was. And what they're beating down is the false religion set up in the guise of Christianity by people seeking to usurp power from God and be them become God themselves on earth. That's what the entire concept of the papacy was. And so he makes these statements in here. Um, the followers of a populist preacher, later called Jesus by the Greeks, believed he was the long-hoped redeemer. Unfortunately, the Roman overlords got wind of the sermonizer's presence, sensed his pervasive potential, and executed him. That, however, did not stop his followers. They still believed fervently that he was the chosen one. Surely, they said, he would triumph over death and return to them. In fact, he himself had predicted his resurrection. And any day now, the faithful told each other he'd come back and bringing on the new, uh, the new earthly order. So, earlier in this part, he just, like not in this section, uh, several, several sections back, he was talking about the cults and how, how cultists would say that, you know, I, I heard a special message from God and he's coming back. What he literally did there is he just denied the historical evidence of the resurrection of Christ, which is tantamount. There is so much historical evidence for the resurrection of Christ. I'm not going to get into it all right here, um, but there is a, a ton of it. Even the people who didn't believe in him had said that. Even in the scripture itself, it's like the, the, there's no dispute about this. Um, of course, some of the parts in, in the book of Acts are like, well, he, he's the leader of a religious sect that they, they say that their, that their leader has risen from the dead. That's, they leave it as, as simply that, a state of a testimony. But what we find is that, no, Jesus did raise from the dead. We have this in the historical record of the Gospels, which we have already established are more historically accurate than most other history that we know. It is just very accurate stuff. And so he literally takes this and then talks about the progression of the of this this man-run Christian religion at the hands of Constantine, which launched in the beginning of the Dark Ages and Medieval Ages of the Church, which was a whole lot of killing people. And then, of course, they get into they didn't specifically use the word Crusades here, but that is exactly what they're describing. The Crusades, you had the the Christian warriors on the one side and against the Islamic warriors on the other side. And I remember going to a small group um, a couple years ago where they're talking about how, how good it was. The Crusades were a good thing because it stopped Islam from taking over the world. What? Do you have no faith in your God? 
that, I, I, no, the Crusades were nothing remotely biblical at all under any way, shape, or form. And because the message of Christ is, should the Islamics come and kill you at that time? So? <laughs> so? <laughs> That's the message of the gospel. The message of the gospel is one of love. It is one of, of who is Christ? What did he teach as recorded in the scripture? And that's kind of the important part that we need to keep in mind, uh, is that, that the church throughout the history is not necessarily representative of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's kind of the, the overarching point that I wanted to make here. Um, because, you know, they, they talked, of course, about bringing in the, the concept they've been building to, the super organisms of the religions and, and feuding with each other and, and killing one another from, you know, for, for power or money or wealth or, or whatever it happened to be. I just want to get in there and describe that that everything he's talked about, he where he's being accurate about his his view of of Christianity, it's not accurate of Christianity, it's accurate of the historical views of the church, which are not necessarily Christian. So that's kind of what what my my take home my, my thoughts are on that. Um, so we'll leave you we'll leave you with that. So thanks for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. <laughs>